Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Dark Insight. I'm your host this week, Jeremy Greer. This is episode number 37 for December 2nd. I am joined pretty much as always. I think, Vader, you've always managed to be here. I don't think you've ever missed an episode. Um, the first one was last week when we moved to weekly. Yeah, but that one doesn't count. because <laughs> That's Josh's show, basically. That's a whole different podcast, basically. Oh. But yes, I'm always here. How are you doing today? Yeah, pretty good. Have there been any more earthquakes? Are there natural disasters we need to worry about? Uh, the earthquakes have been pretty consistent. They keep going. Um, they're likely not to stop for a while, um, but not nothing too serious. Uh, mostly it's down south, so it's not really affecting us. Yeah, that's, but, that's what we say in America too. Fuck the south, so don't worry about that at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, but up north also, in our, uh, a town called Rotorua, it's known for its... Um, I guess, natural gases and um, seismic activity. There were lots of geysers or geysers, depending on how you want to say it, and hot hot pools and natural springs. Uh, their lake erupted uh, last week, so that's a bit of a worry. Oh, wow. That sounds kind of scary. <laughs> uh, uh, seven, seven or so meter like, spurts of water from their, their lake. Um, so, yeah, hopefully that doesn't get worse, because most of our lakes were actually volcanoes at one point. Well, speaking of natural gases, we actually have a special guest on the show this week. Uh, Mr. Brian Wade, how are you today? <laughs> uh, hey, guys, I'm reporting to you live from the virtual reality of the HTC Vive. Um, I'm jacked in right now. Are you plugged uh, in? I'm, I'm completely plugged in. I'm looking around uh, Google Earth VR right now. I'm actually floating over Jeremy's house, uh, <laughs> pretending that I'm a giant robot stomping on his house. It's pretty good. Pretty awesome. Nice. <laughs> Is uh, uh can you so, see my truck from up there, or like I don't I don't know exactly what it, how Google Earth on Vive works. I, I can see your truck. No, I'm not. I'm not actually in the Google. I'm not actually in the HTC Vive right now. But my roommate got one this week, and it's great. And I've done a complete 180 on VR, and now VR is great. So oh, everybody, wow. everybody get a VR headset. <laughs> Everyone go out and spend uh, eighteen hundred dollars <laughs> to get it immediately. Exactly. <laughs> Well, you're going to have to tell us all about all of your secret secret games, a.k.a. the uh, VR headset. I will. Um, Brian, what's the weather like where you live right now? Uh, it is cold as hell. Um, it's been like it's been like like bitingly windy and it's not pleasant. So I mostly am hiding out inside. Hold on, have you read the Bible? I'm pretty sure they talk about hell being hot. <laughs> uh, not not the bottom level, Vader. Yeah, where there's, there's seven layers so hard that, oh, okay, okay. that he freezes the lake, and then he chews on Judas and Brutus or somebody. I think it's Brutus. Definitely Brutus. Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, I'm doing good. It's still not really, really super cold down here yet. It's just still kind of kind of middling, and the weather's been kind of shitty. So, yay for that. Hooray! Well, we have an action-packed show for you this week, and that was a lie. We're all we're going to do is sit here and talk about video games. So, <laughs> hopefully, That's pretty action-packed. You think so? That's good. I mean, it depends on the video games, I guess. The big news uh, from this week is that uh, Vader, you are you're now in possession of a, of a puppy dog. Yes. Tell Ooh, us about uh, your new uh, new doggo. Uh, we went and after 
Well, that's the thing. You guys were recording last week, and it was really weird not being in part of it. So I kind of paced around the house, like going, I'm not recording, I'm not recording. Um, but then we hit it, uh, and we, we took the kids out to the SPCA, our kind of dog uh, animal shelter kind of thing. I think you guys have a similar organization, but I think you have more letters in your one. Well, it is in fact called the SPCA, uh, but sometimes we put an A in front of it for American. Yeah. Because no. America we, we is the most important country. Yeah, yeah. We need to <laughs> make sure that everything that's American actually is labeled American. So. Should it be an M then? America. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> the um, SPCA. <laughs> I like that um, a lot. But, so, yeah, we, we popped down to have a look. My wife's always wanted a dog. Our previous house... Uh, wasn't suited for a dog we had no fences we're on the side of a hill um, and now we are on a flatter section with lots of fences and gates so um, we popped along to the shelter and had a look at some puppies uh, found one that we liked and so we adopted one and her name is shake uh, which matches all the earthquakes that have been going on recently um, but she was have you taught her actually how to shake yet because then you could say that's not just her name it's what she does <laughs> she does she does like to wiggle she's very very energetic as a puppy usually are uh we don't know what she is ne- uh, like necessarily it, she was her and her siblings were abandoned um and her she was she was shake her brother and sister was rattle and roll uh the other two were adopted before she was uh, so we, we picked her up um so they, they guessed a Steffi Lab hybrid is what they're guessing, but they actually have no idea. <laughs> um, we will see when she gets bigger and hopefully not too big. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, but she's very cute. She's like a, like a blonde, gingery kind of um, color. And she she came with a, a big scar across her nose. Uh, they, again, they're not sure how it happened. It could be a birth defect or it could be uh, her mum, the, the mum doggy bit her or something when she was born. Um, but yeah, she has a, a she just builds character. She's got character because she has a cool scar. So what you're saying is that your dog is secretly the protagonist of a Final Fantasy game. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, can't. There could yeah. be no question. Confirmed. Uh, do you have Do you have a picture of this little pupper? I kind of want to see her. Um. Yes, I will do that. Um, if I can do two things at once, I've been trying to convince my wife all <laughs> week to to change her name to D Dog. That that yes. would be a great name. That would actually I, be a really I, good I name. Approve. Yeah. <laughs> um, and because my wife's name is Desiree, and it's it's mostly her puppy, so it's like it's Desiree's Desiree's dog, D dog, <laughs> DD for short. But it hasn't gone over well. Um, I tried uh, Sif as well; that didn't work either. Um, so it's kind of sticking with Shake at the moment. Uh, and I'm failing at doing two things at once. So one of you need to help me fill in the section while I play <laughs> on my phone and try and post the picture. <laughs> all right um so yeah vader so vader got a puppy and she's, a super, she's a real cutie and you've um, gotten and now that you've gotten the vr you have virtual puppies right you can play yeah, like I, Nintendo I, I just, VR I, i'm exclusively interested in virtual pets at this point i play nintendogs vr i yep. play <laughs> did the, did the nintendo brand of petting games ever go beyond dogs and cats like was there like a nintendo chillas ds game that i may, I may have missed somewhere I think it was just Nintendo Dogs and Cats was all yeah. they ever did, but that would have been pretty good. Oh, like Nintendo giraffes, puppy. like that'd be pretty cool. Like just petting on a giraffe neck. Jeremy, look at this pupper. Oh, I've I've seen the pupper before. I, oh, okay, I, I, well I, I hadn't. Yeah, this is a, that picture for everyone who doesn't have access to our pictures live. Um, that was a picture of the doggy who stole my son's apple. 
um, and was running around with a giant apple in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and that's her I mean, in the games room. She she really does have like a Final Fantasy, like a, a squall scar, doesn't she? Oh, that's you got a good, good. Yeah, right across. It's like a <laughs> C shape across her nose. That looks like something that I would put on my Dark Souls character when I'm building my character out. You know what I'm saying? Every sing- I can't resist it. If you give me the ability to put scars on my player character, I'm probably going to put some scars on their face. I don't know why. Yeah. You know, I never do. like Because I, I never look at the character. I don't. I never spend time creating characters. Like, oh, just, Vader. Dude, oh, yeah. What are you doing? You're on you the wrong f- podcast. <laughs> they always got... I've always got armor and stuff on, so you just—I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't usually wear helmets for exactly for this reason because I spent exactly. about an hour and a half. <laughs> In Dark Souls Three, you had to like—I guess you got like an armor bonus, and you would—you would need—you actually had to wear headgear. So I just found like the one thing that was basically invisible, like that pyromancer crown. <laughs> yeah, the pyromancer crown. Yeah. <laughs> In Dark Souls One, it was always the bunny ears. So. Yep. Oh, that's ears. a very cute oh, yeah, dog. The, um, Dusk's thingy. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, yeah, yeah. Crown of Dusk. Are your uh, are your kids very happy with the with the new edition? Yeah, they're pretty 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 excited. Um, she likes the kids have had this like pop up tunnel for years, and they never really use it. Arya more just like hops inside her and walks around and looks like a giant worm. But now, <laughs> but Shake loves it, and she just like sprint through it. So now it's actually getting used. This this play tunnel, um, it's quite funny. Uh, so yeah, they're having fun running around. Just a toilet trainer. That's the problem now. Oof, yeah, yeah. My dogs like if it's raining or cold outside, we have to like basically pull them outside. Like they'll they'll just like try to sneak <laughs> off and go to the house. Like and I, I'm like, dude, like just go outside. I don't want to go outside either. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but she's she's pretty good. She sits when I ask her to already. She's only three months old, three four months old, and she's already learned to sit um, before we give her food and things like that. So she's she, there's this hope. This hope. <laughs> hope for me i guess well congrats i'm very happy uh that you yeah, throw a key pupper mm-hmm. um before we get too far i just want to say that uh to our to friend of the show jake lionheart um apparently things are going very well for him and his newborn it's not going very well for him and his final fantasy ps4 console but uh at least the newborn's <laughs> okay <laughs> the, yeah that, that's the important part yeah he <laughs> got he got severely shafted by GameSpot. um like they're they told him it would be here today, and of course it is not. So, or be be here the day that Final Fantasy fifteen came out, and it's apparently not even going to get there until like next Tuesday or some shit. So, wow, that's yeah. bad. But in the meantime, his baby's fine, so that's a plus. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very excited for that dude to have a PS four, so we can get some Bloodborne wraps out of him. I think that's going to be very fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Let's get into some video games. Uh, last night, the video game award ceremony was on, and um. During this, I watched something entirely different and drank a bunch of wine with my wife. So <laughs> I went back through and caught up with the trailers. Did either one of you watch this live or like watch a bunch of it today? I watched trailers and that was it. Excellent. Vader? Nah, because, yeah. I, yeah, I, I have no interest in the <laughs> award part of that of this show. Yeah, and, that, I watched I, the and apparently this morning. the show doesn't have much of an interest in the award part either because like everyone on my Twitter feed said like there were times where like oh hey these five awards were given out meanwhile let's go back to this like stand up razor a guy dressed up like a <laughs> Gillette razor you'd seen that thing it's amazing <laughs> what? 
yeah they had like a gillette razor like a dude in a, like a styrofoam thing doing like skits and stuff as because it was sponsored like I'm, apparently gillette paid for some of that programming and yeah we don't have enough time to give out awards but like let's spend a minute and a half on making funny with with the you know real life size not even life size like larger than life size razor anyway doesn't matter uh, I'm with Brian. Like, I don't watch this show. I don't care about the awards. Um, apparently, that dude that got up there that, who made uh, that dragon cancer, and that was apparently a very emotionally charged speech. But then they couched it like in between like some crazy weird award ceremonies that was just totally very odd. Um, but we do get lots of trailers, and I happen to like video game trailers. So I did. I did drop a picture of the uh, of the Razor Man in the chat. If you want to yes. look at that later, yeah, yeah, that Good. is. <laughs> i mean it looks like a cross between a, a gillette razor and uh, like those nfl football robots that when fox yeah, does a football game yeah <laughs> it's just ridiculous um but like it's i said we, just we so did you get, get your... trailers uh the biggest of which was probably the new death stranding trailer which is kojima's new game did both of you watch this before we get to i did watch it? it excellent very interested yeah, this this looked extraordinarily cool to me. Like this was just a like a fantastic trailer, right? Like all of the Kojima shit that pe- people seem to want were was in there, including like you know what's his name, the director whose name I just forgot, Del Toro. Guillermo Del Toro. Yeah, yeah, like as a character, like modeled in the game, <laughs> carrying a baby, carrying a a baby for some reason. Well, a capsule with a baby in it. Well, yes. it's an artificial womb. That's what it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Right. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That is what it is. Um, which is just mental. Yeah, that I I pretty much come to Kojima stuff for the nonsense, like plot and craziness. So this 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 trailer really did it for me. Like <laughs> like skeleton skeleton armies and Mads Mikkelsen leading some skeleton army. Like I'm I'm all about it. But not just leading them, being connected like, to con- with the yeah, umbilical cords, like controlling them or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with umbilical cords. Like, yeah. <laughs> I like how every single piece of uh, like any movie or TV show that Madge is in nowadays, like they just have to fuck up that dude's eyes. Like in Doctor Strange, (laughs) he had like the weird dark eyes. Now they're all weird and dark in this game. And that Viking movie he was in where he didn't speak, like he had weird eyes in that. So yeah, yeah. Ever ever since Casino Royale, it's just every movie, right? (laughs) Everything he's been in. (laughs) Yeah, it's really bizarre. That Viking movie is actually really good, by the way. I I don't know. I I don't know what movie that is. It's called. I think it's just called Viking, maybe. I'll have oh, to okay. look it up. Yeah. Um, we'll get it's we'll I'll Vikings get uh, is good. I'll get Cliff to edit that in and post. So Cliff, when you're editing this tomorrow, <laughs> you can knock that in for me. Uh anyway, yeah, I thought the trailer was awesome. Uh like it was it was super cool looking. Like it was like apparently just filled with stuff. I have seen a bunch of comparisons of the uh there's a scene where this baby doll, like this like doll thing <laughs> like washes up against uh Guillermo de Toro and people are already pulling that image and like comparing it to image of images of snake and being like the arm is damaged one of the eyes is gone <laughs> it's got shrapnel in its head <laughs> like people are already <laughs> trying to figure out how they're gonna like basically make Metal Gear Solid in this game which cracks me up to no end in a I mean adult vision. <laughs> <laughs> the uh the, I mean the whole trailer like symbolically like is clearly and the first one too was clearly a like it's it's about like he he's got a lot of symbolism of like his time with Konami and like especially the end of his time with Konami. Yeah, I think there's yeah. going to be a, quite a bit of that actually. Like I think there's yeah. going to be uh, 
I think he's just going to be like kind of. <laughs> I mean, like Guillermo del Toro basically wrote a tweet today that said "fuck Konami." He <laughs> right? literally wrote the, t- the text <laughs> "fuck Konami" in all caps. <laughs> that's insane to me. Like that's just crazy insane to me. So yeah, like I'm sure this is going to be all about how he was treated and the video game and like that whole story. So I'll be interested. Yeah, to check it's, it's, it's going to be about letting go of his baby. I think. Yeah. It's kind of what it seems. That's really that's mental. But he did. He's come out and said that the trailer's full of red herrings and also secrets and 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 things to that cool will be in the game. So there are a good chance that the Metal Gear Solid ties that may might may or may not be there could just be red herrings just to get people excited. What if Snake is just becomes the patches of every Hideo Kojima game? <laughs> <laughs> like just turns just, up. Yeah, he just turns up, like, and he kind of fucks the player over in some in some way or the other, and that's it. He's done. Yeah, it would be kind of funny. I I get the impression that the baby in the womb is kind of the protagonist, or actually, well, antagonist, or something that's pushing it, because it seemed like that baby had some kind of psychic powers. Sure, like, I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> this is so... Like there was some discussion on Twitter today, and I I I messed with Cliff a little bit because I told him that I was going to rag on this the entire episode, and I let, just because he wasn't able here he wasn't here to defend it. Um, I don't necessarily think this was a bad trailer. I just I can't possibly relate what this would be to a game. Like, yeah. it just doesn't mean anything to me as a game. <clears throat> it looks like a trailer for a really good movie, <laughs> which ended up me and Nikki and Cliff. That's where we ended up. Was like, yeah, you know what? Actually, Kojima just doing his thing for two hours in a movie that sounds pretty good. <laughs> Let's let him do that. That's what he's come out and said that's what he wants to do. He wants to make a film, and Del Toro wants to make a game. And that was the whole point of um, Silent Hills, was that it was supposed to be them working together with both of their um, their art forms. But if you look at like the advertising, there's like a poster for Death Stranding, and it is, it is a movie poster. It's not a game. You're like, I've never seen a game have a poster like that before. <laughs> and it's like a, yeah, it's... It's mental. Like, he's clearly wanting to make a movie. Yeah, I mean, like, on top of that, like, he literally is casting actors in his game. Like, and casting them by name. Like, the end of Death Stranding, like, it calls out Mads Mikkelsen and Norman Reedus by name. Like, starring Mads Mikkelsen and Norman Reedus. Yep. So. Well, that, that was a big thing with Middle Gear Solid, because we talk about Konami, but um, Kojima himself was the one that kind of pushed out um, the original snake voice because he wanted someone who had was more famous right uh, he, wanted, he wanted more hollywood hollywood people to like you know rub shoulders with that's what that seemed like to me like i want to hang out with Kiefer Sutherland for three or four weeks how do i do that oh i'll pay him to be in my game <laughs> yeah but like he's it's on record that he wasn't a huge fan of what is i've forgotten the guy's name now for i don't know David why Hader. i can't think of it david Hayter. um I only yeah. know that because uh, apparently he was a co-writer on the original X-Men movie. And <laughs> my episode of Days of Future Cast that covers the X-Men movie comes out at the same time this does. So, yay! <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's so... It's interesting. It, and it's it, there's a big debate about getting all these actors in and replacing voice actors and voice actors just being shafted. But... Yeah, I don't know. It looks interesting. The game, well, the trailer. <laughs> yeah, the the cinematics. I'm sure in this in this video game are going to look great. Who knows what the yeah. actual video game is? Yeah. Um, there's as long also as there's a bonker story. Kind of who cares though? To me, 
Well, yeah, and that's, that seems to be what everybody thinks. I'm I'm not there with yeah. y'all. Like, I, the only the only, <laughs> the only game that I've played in a series from Kojima is the fifth one, like MGSV, and that was yeah. I mean, it basically had none of that, and I, a lot of people didn't like it for that reason. And I'm like, it's my favorite though. <laughs> <laughs> it's your favorite because it's the only one you've played. <laughs> well, I've I've tried playing the other ones. Like, I've tried doing like I tried playing uh, the first one when it came out. I tried playing Twin Snakes. I've tried to play. I have two and three <laughs> HD mixes. I know Twin Snakes. Everybody take a drink. Yeah. Um, but I, I've I tried to play the HD versions on the 360, and like I've I've tried. I just yeah couldn't get past it. So. Yeah, it's that's fair. You know, everybody has to be wrong sometimes. Sure. Yeah, and I'm glad that you can you can be there for us to be the wrong person. <laughs> Um, but going to a, a trailer that did have lots of gameplay it was the new trailer for Prey. Uh, did both of you watch this one? I did not watch this one. The only thing I I've did. seen about this one is how cool the wrench is. Yeah, this thing had some like bonkers looking abilities, including um, yeah, the like one of them, like the very first one they show you is like a mimic gun. It's like a, and then he points it at a coffee cup. He, then the character turns into a coffee cup and then he bounces through an opening in a window and then turns back into a dude. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> is that what that was? Cause I, I saw that as that he just turned into like va- vapor and kind of blew through the gap, but maybe I, yeah, it was really quick. Yeah. yeah. Like it, 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 like the weapon will comes up, he selects a mimic gun and he looks at a coffee cup and it's like mimic coffee cup. And then he does something and oh, turns into happened. a goddamn coffee cup. <laughs> Yeah, like it's and really it was, great. Yeah, and there was um, like traversal. The guns were used for traversal. Like you could spray goop <laughs> onto the wall, and it would create a platform for you to run up, which is really yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. And then there was one yeah. that uh, it looked like he shot a black hole that just started sucking up all of the inanimate objects and in oh, like, into it. It was like, like a this... grenade or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it was bizarre. Yeah. Brian, go, go check out this trailer. Like, I think you will really dig this. Like, and the, the whole thing is like aliens and some crazy shit. I never played the original Prey, so I don't really have a context for what this is. But you give me a first-person shooter with like some some weird-ass weapons, I am all in. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely interested in it because I play. I did play the first one, and I quite enjoyed it for what it was. From it's a reboot, though, isn't it? It's not like a, oh, it's uh, a reboot. Okay, is that is that Mike Ryder? Are they just re- just using the name? It's kind of. I have no. You idea. know, I'm not really sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we can't answer, but yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it looks really good. Like it's got like it's portal, but with actual first person shooting. Like it's that's what it seemed like. You've got those mechanics of puzzle and traversal, which but you also your guns also use for actually shooting things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, very interesting. Yeah, that one's going to be on my list. Uh, the next one that I wanted to talk about was Breath of the Wild, the new Zelda game. That game just continues to look amazing and impressive. Yeah, it and looks it's been super, super pretty. There was a puppy dog in it. I hope you can hold the puppy dog. Hopefully <laughs> 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 uh, you can name it. I ho- hopefully you can hold it, you can name it, and you can break the puppy dog down for parts to craft a better puppy dog. Like That'd be my <laughs> ideal scenario for, for the news. Because it has all that crafting in it. Like, let me break down my animals and make better animals. I would put my two dogs together right now and make one super basset hound in a heartbeat. No questions asked. <laughs> did you guys watch the just the cinematic trailer, or did you watch the gameplay stuff? Uh, I think uh, I just watched the cinematic one. Yeah, I watched the cinematic this morning. Yeah, I had no interest in watching the gameplay stuff because I'm just I, I'm gonna play buy and play that game. <laughs> like yes, it's, it's, just, it's just a I don't need to see any more of the actual gameplay. 
I did like that the the you know my Twitter feed freaked out because there was some um, like a brief glimpse of a female character kind of out of frame, and like everybody was yes. like, "Oh my god, there's a female character!" And I'm like, "Yeah, dog, it's Zelda." Have you guys not been <laughs> playing these games? Well, I think I think the reason that people freaked out, and because I I did a little bit too, I'll admit, is because she was wearing the same kind of outfit that Link, the, 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 the Link character in the game is wearing, right? Sure, yeah, I can get behind Like, that. she's wearing basically the same outfit, which, to me, sort of implied maybe a little bit that maybe you'll get to play as her. Which would be cool. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be interested, and in, I, I, I want a female Link in these games. Like, I think that'd be perfect. I think yeah. that'd be, just having that choice for kids, I think, would be a great thing. Um, I just, like, you just look at Wind Waker, where they had, like, that cool female character, and then halfway through the game, she just turns into Zelda. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. And then and she's not... gets captured as soon as she turns into Zelda. Exactly. Like, and has basically no, nothing to do with the game after that, except right. for the very, very end. Like, I yeah. just... That, after that she was this. a super badass pirate for the first half of the game. <laughs> yeah. A character that I much preferred. Yeah. Um... And then the last one I wanted to bring up uh, was the new Mass Effect trailer. Did, did both of you watch this? Because it's fucking bonkers. <laughs> um, nah. Do you do you want me to 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 let out a dirty little secret? Uh oh. Mass Effect. You're gonna have to say that uh, one again. I don't know if that came through. I, I whispered it because I didn't want to say it out loud. Uh, I don't really <laughs> like Mass Effect that much. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> it's just not really my thing. So so just to. So there's you're in space. Uh-huh. You have magical powers. Uh-huh. There's lots of mixes of alien races. Okay. Like this is basically Star Wars. Why don't you just I mean like what about it don't you like? <laughs> it's it's the same. Mostly the bioware part. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, the the weird, you know, sex with your partner stuff like is right. always, always really super <laughs> yeah, awkward. Not great. Vader, I don't know, are like, you a Mass Effect I, fan? I think it I played the first one and thought it was all right, um, but just too long and too repetitive. I found. Oh my god, you guys are kidding. so! I just find it too hard to. Get, <laughs> I can't be interested in playing them because they're just too long. You're killing me. Well, this <laughs> it's okay. You can still talk about the trailer, Jeremy. I'm going to for like the next 20 minutes, and you can't stop me. <laughs> okay. I, I have the power to mute you both and just keep talking. So I'm happy. That's true. With this. <laughs> Um, the trailer was really, really good. Like it's, it's exactly what you'd expect out of a Mass Effect game. Like that over the shoulder. Um, there's lots of combat. There's some dialogue options. There's Turians and aliens. There looks like there's some weird new magical stuff. Like there are cybernetic or whatever their magic stuff is basically. Um, where there's like a fire thing, like you're basically shooting a flamethrower from your hand, which is really cool. Uh, and it just looked really, really impressive, like flying around the systems and, like it kind of made me think to myself, like, why have I been playing No Man's Sky? Like, I should just be waiting for this to do, get my, <laughs> my my space exploration, you know, thing going. But yeah, it looked really, really good. I'm excited for that game. I can't believe that neither one of you are. And now I just want to close this podcast and publish it, and then just, <laughs> see you later. <clears throat> and just shame us publicly. Exactly. That's exactly what I want to do. Um, I'm watching. Is this like the gameplay trailer? Yeah, that's the gameplay trailer I'm talking about. Okay, how she took that gun off that guy was really lame. What do you mean it was really lame? Like, that's a classic, like, action movie, like, you're going to point a gun at me, was... no, I'm going to take it from you and point it at you. Well, yeah, but it was just done too slowly. It was, like, bad <laughs> It's just like, oh, thank you. <laughs> I have a feeling Vader's watching this at, like, 480p, like, on his, like, you know, five-inch iPhone screen or something. 
Yeah. <laughs> that's on a computer. On a super slow New Zealand internet. Actually, it's I'll go on gigabit. Yeah, Australia fire. has super shitty internet. So. Oh, okay, right, right. It's Australia that has bad internet. Um, it's New Zealand that has the terrible people. That's how that works. It does look. <laughs> <laughs> it does look really good. Uh, it's just yeah, I, I'm with Brian. Like it's just the Bioware. Like I kind of didn't like um, Dragon Age. What they called? Yeah. I don't. I just got sick of make, keeping my team happy, like having to like make decisions, and then someone like getting angry at me because of the decision I made. Uh, and I was just like, just yeah, that team management I just didn't like. Yeah, I've never. I've, wanna... I've played Dragon Age, whatever one was on the PS4, and just despised it. Could not handle it. Yeah, but yeah, I did. I did enjoy it. But yeah, so this does look pretty cool. So I may may play it at some point. I will say I, I bounced off of Mass Effect One pretty hard. Uh, like the controls of the little car thing were just pretty terrible, and like <laughs> bounce around. <laughs> yeah, I just I just I never even got past more than a couple hours of it. Um, oh hey, my wife just brought in a package, and it has my eight oh, bit Link amiibo in it. Oh, very nice. <laughs> so that's very topical for the green room before the show, right? <laughs> Which yeah, I don't we, think we, we talked we about. We were that talking about podcast. that because the UPS man showed up before the before we started recording and oh. dropped mine off oh very cool <laughs> twinsies um but yeah mass effect one wasn't super great and uh mass effect two was the one that got me i don't even remember why i started playing it i think i just heard people talking about it but man that game just like floored me and three improved on the combat although i think the story was a lot weaker in three which it's gonna happen when you try to end a trilogy yeah um i do want to i do want to make clear that when i say i don't like bioware i don't like modern bioware like I, I really like Baldur's Gate and I like Kotor, but that's about it. Like that's about as far as I'll go <laughs> with Bioware. Yeah. Vader, do you Fair need enough. to um, make sure that your nerd cred is still there by <laughs> determining which decade of Bioware's history that you like and don't like? <laughs> no, thank you. Oh man! Any other trailers or anything that came out of Video Game Awards that you guys were excited about or anything? Uh, I didn't no, see anything else. Yeah, I didn't either. I was um, for that sweet hydro, chic hydro razor man. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Uh, (laughs) I tried to watch. Apparently, run the jewels did a performance of um, one of their popular songs, the one they did with DJ Shadow, and uh, I tried watching it from the Video Game Awards channel, right on YouTube. (laughs) And it had gotten removed from by copyright. So I was like, okay, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's fantastic. Um, and I guess like there were, there were like other bands there. Like they did a, a, like whoever did the doom soundtrack, like they did a live performance of some of the doom music. And that was supposedly like kind of mind blowing. I didn't get a chance to watch it, but I want to go back to see that. It's because that doom music is great. And no from software. We should mention uh, there's, there's no mention of from software anywhere. Like they just weren't here. I was, kind of had my hopes up a little bit because they had done that stealth um dark souls 2 trailer a few years back on basically the same show but nope wasn't here it's the playstation experience starting today or tomorrow so that's yes. where they'd be if they're going to be this week i hope so because boy I, w- I could use some news on a demon souls remaster like quick fast and hurry. <laughs> yeah right that's what i'm saying i tell you uh namco atlas and sony can't come to an agreement someone wants too much money well just fuck all three of them is what i say that's <laughs> i'm very salty today on this podcast y'all i'm sorry i don't know what's gotten into me today it's all right i'm not judging um well if that's all we got for the vgas then we can just go into the games that we have been playing um 
Brian, you're the guest. Why don't you start us off? What you, what's been right. on your What's been in your queue lately? Well, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon lately because uh, you know Pokemon Moon, Sun and Moon came out recently, and yes. so it's every every time a new Pokemon game comes out, I kind of drop everything else that I'm playing and play Pokemon for a while. Excellent. So that's where I am playing a lot of Pokemon. I like the fact that you can um you can eat that owl in one bite. Yeah, you can you can de- definitely chomp that owl down in one bite. Damn, uh, you can. I want like some fried rowlets, like from Sonic, <laughs> is what I'm looking for with some like dip in marinara sauce. <laughs> yeah, the, the the I think the best thing about this new game is that you can do this real cute little pet in your Pokemon uh, mini game. Um, which it was in X and Y as well, but they've like expanded it and made it cuter, and they'll like some of your Pokemon will high five you and stuff, and it's just real cute and fun. And you get to you get to look at your your sweet little boys while you while you give them rubs. I like that. Is is the gameplay any like dramatically different from old Pokemon? Uh, no, it's more or less Pokemon. Um, okay. <laughs> I I don't know. I I know you don't have a whole lot of experience. Any you have you never played one? I have never played a Pokemon game. Right. Um. So it's it, it's more or less just a a giant game of rock paper scissors with a thin JRPG here over it. But mostly you are collecting cute, cute, cute little monsters. And that's great. I was almost tempted to get this game, but it, it came out. Uh, I think I, I think I have even booted up my 3ds to see if I could download it, but I didn't have enough <laughs> space or whatever. But um, yeah, I just, I, and that, then, then it just passed me by. Like it was like a five minute urge where I was like, Hey, that thing looks cute. Let's see what that's about. And then it just, then I just gave up. Yeah. You get that cute little owl. <laughs> What about you, Vader? Are you are you a big Pokemon fan, or is uh is Odin old enough to start playing Pokemon and things like that? Uh, yeah, we don't have any, we don't have a 3ds or anything like that, so no way to play it. You don't and have a 3ds because you can't you can't put that up on your YouTube and get them YouTube dollars, huh? That's what you're doing right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All them dollars. Uh, I've been tempted to pick up a 3ds, but I'm like, well, I'm just gonna wait for the next <laughs> the switch. Um, and now that they've announced the Switch and being mobile or portable, then, yeah, I'll just wait for that. I don't see the point of buying the 3DS at this point. Um, but, yeah, I, I did play the original Pokemons. Uh, the Blue, I think, was the first one I played, and then Yellow, which was the same as Blue, but you got Pikachu. Um, yeah. And yeah, you got Pikachu, cool. and then that little shit got in your way all the time. <laughs> you got to get Pikachu. Um, yeah, it's good. I like Pokemon. Um, yeah, I used to watch it. Pokemon is great. Yeah, it is good. It's it's... Just, I've never, I've never how owned my own handheld Nintendo console, so I just haven't kept up with any of them. I borrowed one originally, like <laughs> games, and then I emulated the earlier ones as well. But don't tell anyone. That seems pretty crazy to me that you've never had a Nintendo hair, handheld. Like, I don't know, man. Like, it just seems like like you, they they just mail those things out like the Metallica Black album. Like, you get a certain age and you just have a Game Boy. <laughs> How did no, I get this Metallica yeah. album and this Game Boy? This is so weird. <laughs> no, never, never had one. Um, although more recently we were given like one with like with no charger, and so Odin. What was the with the weird shape? It was like the Game Boy Advance, but it was like a it was almost like the PSP shape, but not quite. Yeah, that's square. yeah, that's that's the Game Boy Advance. We got given one of those, and it took AA batteries, and so 
but the back had gone, so I had to sellotape them in, and it came with one of the Pokemons. I don't remember which one, and so I was teaching Odin to play that. So yeah. Well, tell me what, what's good in this in this new Pokemon, Brian. What's happening? Yeah. Uh, so it's it it okay. So I guess there actually is some some gameplay differences. So traditionally, in every Pokemon game, uh, you've kind of done the same thing. You go from town to town and face these eight gym leaders and the gym leaders basically just are like the bosses of each town. Um, so you have to beat them with your Pokemon team to get a badge from them. And then once you get all eight badges, you go to, uh, go to fight the elite four, which are like the, the four final bosses basically. And so in this game, rather than having gyms, you're, uh, you're playing, it's in, it's in, it's in the Pokemon version of Hawaii. Uh, because every every Pokemon is in like a different different region essentially, um, and so we've had like different regions of Japan. We've had New York, we've had France, and now this one is in Pokemon Hawaii. It's called Alola. Um, so it's these four these four major islands, and each one has a Kahuna, which is like the the big boss of the island, and you have to go through these different trials to uh. Um, to f- get the to earn the right to face the Kahuna, basically, and so you'll have to do things like some of them are just like, hey, fight these three Pokemon, and then you fight like a bigger version of the Pokemon, and then there was one <laughs> where uh, this is like, I, I guess this is a little bit of a spoiler if you haven't played it, but I don't, I don't know, it was it was cute and funny, um, where one of the guys uh, he his Pokemon do a dance. Uh, and they do the dance twice, and you have to tell him what was different about the second dance. And so they dance once, they dance again, you have to tell him what was different. If you get it right, you get to move on, and you have to do that three times. And it was super cute and funny and different than they normally do. So, yeah, the uh, the progression is a little bit different. There's still, I mean, you still get to the end of the game and go fight the Elite Four and become the champion of the region, and then there's a bunch of stuff after after you become the champion, but it's it's really fun, and I highly recommend that everyone play it, including you, Jeremy. You should play your first Pokemon game. Probably not going to play it. You, you should, though. <laughs> it sounds too much like No Man's Sky, and I've already got a No Man's Sky thing happening. So. <laughs> it's literally nothing like No Man's Sky. It could it's, not be more different than No Man's Sky. It's, it's, it's like you're going to, from planet to planet. <laughs> you're taking pictures of little creatures so that you can put them in your little creature pod and get credits for them. Like It's, it's pretty much the same game. I'm okay. Yeah, I guess I guess that's true. It is. You're right. I was I was wrong. It's it's exactly the same game. Um, I, I I am I am interested just because like it's a it's such a huge franchise that has completely passed me by. Like when I, when people tell me like I haven't played any Zelda games and I'm like how do you how did you miss them like they're everywhere like it just that seems that seems odd to me. Like I'm sure that people someone saying like I haven't played a Pokemon game is it's the same exact thing. So yeah, more or less. I will say that I'm very happy that I just got just totally missed out on the Pokemon Go stuff. Like I just dismissed me i was happy about that <laughs> that was probably smart i played it for like a month and i was like oh no i'm done what else you've been playing besides the pokemans all right uh so my other my other thing here is secret games um this is this is obviously a reference to the vr games i've been playing nice. uh, on the htc vive um so i played a lot of audio shield which is i don't know if either of you ever played the game audio surf on yeah. steam mm-hmm um, it is more or less that, but in VR. Uh, so you have the two the two Vive controllers, right? Like these two like wands. Um, each one is a shield, and these orbs come flying at you. So there's orange and blue orbs, 
and you just have to block the orbs with your shields in time with the music. So okay. you block orange orbs with orange shields and blue orbs with blue shield. And uh, how does the experience differ from like just normal playing it on your monitor to playing it in the... Uh... Can we call it the Counter Reeves world? Can we just go ahead and just commit instead of VR? <laughs> yeah, can we... Uh, it's just can, KR. I, I want, I want, I want to, to be KR. online. I need a computer! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was thinking about that scene. I, I'm sure you saw that I posted it. Um, I was thinking about that scene partially because of my experiences with VR over the past past couple of days. I don't I don't uh, actually follow you on Twitter, so I'm not sure what you're talking damn. about. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll, I'll send you a link. Uh, no, um, so, you know, this is something that, like, I was, I, if anyone remembers from the last time I was on this podcast, I was pretty much, like, a, I was pretty skeptical about VR uh, the last time we, we all spoke. And it is really, like, it is just something that you can't really get until you've been in it. Like, and I hated that. I hated everyone saying that so much. And now I'm the one saying it. You just don't get it, <laughs> man. You, you just don't get there. it, man. You, have like, to you get in there, and it's just like it's like the scale, and it's like the 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 the, the presence, right? Like you, you, it it really does feel on some like subconscious level that you're actually in a different place. Did I lose you guys? What happened? I was still talking. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. Um, oh, all I heard. Was, I'm sorry. Well, that's <laughs> all I heard is like it makes you feel like you're in a different place. And then yeah, then I, I stopped. I, I paused there for dramatic effect. Oh, okay. Well, I thought that the whole thing had <laughs> fucked up. So that was definitely dramatic. And, and also, maybe for someone else to, to jump in, but nobody else wanted to. So well, oh, yeah, then I paused you know, to see if Jeremy had something to say, and then, he did, and then I thought it was funny, so I just kept quiet. <laughs> You know what? I would usually edit all of this out, but I think I'm just going to leave all of this in. This is good. It's, it's this, is, yeah. <laughs> this is what it's like to podcast uh, with Brian Wade. <laughs> uh, so my question about this game, what was it called? Audio Surf. Uh, audio Shield. Light. Audio Shield. Yeah. Can you play with the music off? <laughs> I mean, probably not, because it's a rhythm game. Well, that's my problem. Like, I like the idea of blocking stuff because that just sounds cool. Like, you're just <laughs> blocking things. But just uh, having to do it to rhythm just sounds irritating. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I'm just laughing. Can you turn the music off in the rhythm game? It's a great turn question. Music off in this rhythm game. I mean, like, I guess you could. Like, you wouldn't have to listen to the music. It would just be weird, probably. It's, it's but, like, if, stuff. I guess if you just want to block some, like, floating orbs, like, no one's going to stop you, man. Sweet. <laughs> So yeah, um, the five was pretty fancy, uh, but quite pricey. Have, you need to go and try um, PlayStation VR, and so you can tell us the difference. You know, I was kind of considering maybe buying one. Like really? I, I, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't sold obviously on VR until I actually used it. And now I'm like, oh, this is actually really cool. I will say that the one complaint that I have about the Vive, and I imagine I'd probably have the same complaint about the the PlayStation VR, is that I can't wear my glasses inside. Uh, apparently, Paddy Stardust from Twenty Manities, he said he could. There was enough room yeah. to wear his glasses. Um, so the, my glasses must just be bigger than most people's. They're they're pretty <laughs> wide. Um, so I just like it, the the headset just does not fit on my face with the with the glasses on. Like the glasses keep it from forming the seal on my face. Did you so get, I have to play with my glasses, which is sweaty fine, in them too. But uh, I get a little hot and sweaty, yeah, sometimes. 
But yeah, I'd be curious to know you, what you say about the PlayStation VR. Yeah, I definitely um, want to try one now. It's, I, I'm keen. And I keep going backwards and forwards because then I keep hearing people talking about getting getting sickies. And I'm like, ah, oh, do I really want to spend that much money and then not like it because I get sick? Right. Yeah, and I was I was really kind of hoping that Cliff would be on this episode so that we could talk about VR together, but classic well, absentee podcast dad. Classic. He, just, he doesn't like you, man. He doesn't, he's actually, he doesn't want to pod with you. <laughs> I, I mean, alternately, we are the same person and no one knows that because we've never been yeah. seen in the same place at the same time. That's true. Um. Well, classic Cliff. Also, he's sold his VR. Oh, did he sell it now? Yeah, <laughs> you can't keep up with that dude. And he bought another PS4 Pro. So, <laughs> <laughs> dude cracks me up. Oh yeah, he said the, uh, yeah. the the VR made him sick, didn't he? And um, yeah. okay, uh, yeah, he he just couldn't get used to it, um, and so he decided that he would rather he enjoyed the experience, and he but yeah, decided rather the Pro. So he sold it for what he. What he paid for it because of yeah the yeah, demand for I what mean, he could. I got yeah I guess I guess if that that works for him that works for him. I yeah. just think it's very it's very funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I laughed too when he when he DM'd me the other day and he was like you, you heard I sold my PSVR and I was like what you just got it yesterday <laughs> and he was so stoked about it too like he was so excited about that. It's really funny. Yeah. I, I really I'm, want to try it. I haven't had the opportunity boxes. to try it. I went to a Best Buy the other day in the hopes that maybe they would have like a demo station set up, and of course they didn't. Um, so I don't know. There's there's rumors that a place is going to open up about an hour away in Baton Rouge that has like that will let you like come in and rent it for an hour or something and like play whatever uh, you want that's, to. That that's Sorry. definitely going to be a super clean operation. I'm sure. Yeah, I, I would have to imagine like like you walk in and like you I want to I want to ch- I want to scope the place out before at least the money down right like I want to see somebody I want to see the handoff happen and see what they do with the equipment right. in between <laughs> you want to see how quickly they bust out the the alcohol wipes exactly yeah, yeah. Um, because yeah Speaking if it's just like that um, I just found out this week that uh, recently a game bar has opened up in Wellington uh, and they've got all the retro consoles set up. Ooh. Um, and so I'm planning on going and checking it out with Odin. Um, and yeah, so I follow them on Facebook. And it sounds like they're going to be setting up a VR uh, room in the near future. And so, yeah, I'm going to go check them out. And I'm going to try and get to know the owner. And I don't know, I'd like to get him on as a guest and talk about what what he does. It'd be really cool. Yeah, that would be really interesting. That's yeah, just future. That's that. just me speculating and hoping. Um, Finally, we yeah, get a good guest on. Did, what? <laughs> What's that? I said, finally, we'd get a good guest on. Yeah, you're, just gonna, you're just going to talk some smack about Catherine like that? Yeah. I just realized that <laughs> I'm, talking, I'm not talking about all of my guests. <laughs> yeah, you're just talking about me. Like, come on, Jeremy. Um, so, yeah, that, that's what my plan is. So, yeah, if you get along to your one, Jeremy, you can tell us what it's like down there. Yeah, I'm going to be real interested in, in checking that out because, um, like, I, I just want to play with this stuff. Like, I'm definitely not going to buy a PS VR like without trying it out once, and then seeing that you have to be basically like five feet away from the camera and all of that stuff like completely undoes like my living room. Like I don't I don't have anything over there. Um, if you guys saw me streaming for Duckstream, like I had to pull a chair five feet in front of my TV, <laughs> and I was like I'm so close to my TV at that point, like I can barely see anything. <laughs> it was really hard to play. So yeah, I'm used to sitting quite close, but I don't have a very big TV. What what other games yeah. have you been playing, Brian? Uh, so yeah, so um, I, I mentioned briefly at the beginning of the beginning of the show uh, the Google Earth VR, mm-hmm. uh, which is the game. It's it's not a game, but it is the thing that gave me the 
the Will Smith open mouth stare for okay. VR. Like I'm sure I'm sure you've seen that picture mm-hmm. of Will Smith from previously tested uh, <laughs> the the famous VR picture. Um, just like it, it just blew my mind. Like just zooming around the world and like looking at like all these like natural landmarks and like going through cities and stuff and like you know just floating over like floating over my my home. And like, I just like looking down at like my cars and I went to my job and the, my, my vehicle was there apparently when they had imaged for, uh, for work. So I was just floating over my job and I was like, Oh, Hey, there's my car. (laughs) So Um, introduced to this amazing virtual world, you immediately go to work. That's what I'm hearing. More or less. (laughs) I just wanted to go to places that I recognized, you know, know, like I I went to the the local Buffalo Wild Wings. (laughs) Yeah. That would be my instinct too. It's like, let's go to our favorite Vietnamese restaurant and see. Right. Um, but yeah, like you can also like zoom out into space and you can just like, like, I just like, it's, this sounds so stupid and I I shouldn't even say it, but like, I just like looked up at the sky and just like with my, let my mouth hang open and just stared at the sky for a while. And it just, it's like, it's so cool. Like just because it feels so like so big, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So, Brian, yeah. do you yeah. know you can just walk outside and look up at the sky? <laughs> Peter, do, you, do you understand the concept of light pollution? <laughs> we, we don't all live in idyllic New Zealand. <laughs> oh, y'all are killing me today. I love this. I love this. When Vader's throwing shade at Brian Wade, man, that's just my favorite thing in the world right there. <laughs> Yeah, see, he was super nice to me on the first episode because he'd never podcasted with me. Yeah, and then, <laughs> now, then he found out how much of an the worst you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's we'll good. Get we'll get into so, it. We'll get into it. The only other game that I've played, that I've put any like significant amount of time into is uh, a game called Trickster VR. Mm-hmm. And it is a, it is a uh, game where you kill orcs, more or less. Okay. It's just like a procedurally generated, like, orcs running at you and you like shoot them with a bow and hit them with a sword and it's it's pretty fun like it's and i don't think it's anything super special but it was you know it was like 15 dollars and it it was it's been it's been pretty fun messing around with it. i have well, a few fellow questions orcs on. always getting picked on because <laughs> they're fucking orcs man yeah. <laughs> they're not they're yeah, not good people I, we, well, you and i have debated day. about this before <laughs> my my half orc barbarian glortak is a very good person Vader's all he's hashtag a, not all orcs up in here, and I'm like, he's, no. he's a chaotic good person. In fact, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good orc. How easy is the uh, like you? You mentioned that your roommate bought this, and um, yes. So, like, I guess number one, number one, like, does he have like a serious gaming PC? Like, does he have like a pretty upgraded machine, or is he just have yeah, like, bo- normal? Both of us do actually, but yes. Okay. So are you are you moving this from computer to computer or are you uh, No, it? I've just been using it on his computer. Um we uh I mean I could very easily like it's it's all just hardware so I could just move it over to my computer but like both of our computers are in the same room so it's not actually like Okay, I got if, you. If I'm in the office, his computer's already right there, so uh like uh, how steady like has there been any situations where like the frame rate has dropped too much and you get feel kind of weird about it or anything like that? Uh, I haven't had any of that so far. Um, it's been pretty rock solid from what I've played. I mean, granted, like the games that I'm playing aren't like these like crazy high graphics games. Like the uh, Trickster is like pretty cartoony. It's like kind of like a 
like a blizzard or like fable graphics graphics style like that kind of like bulbous cartoony uh monsters whatever um we haven't we uh the office is a little is a little small for the room scale stuff so we just have it set up for like the standing standing room basically right now Mm -hmm. um but we are gonna at some point we're going to drag the computer out into the living room and set up the room scale and mess around with that because it seems really really cool yeah i'd be interested in hearing like you're like being able to walk around and like do stuff it seems really really interesting to me yeah i mean it's like i already instinctively want to walk around when i do things because like so like for trickster like because you're just playing a video game like you kind of have to like you since it's since it's we have a setup for the standing room like you can't really walk around right so you have like you can teleport by pressing one of the buttons on the on one of the controllers Mm-hmm. So you uh you basically just do like the the dishonored like short range blink more or yeah, less yeah. from place to place. Let's talk about dishonored. We can talk about dishonored. <laughs> that was that, that was what we in the business call a segue. Segue. <laughs> Have you, you you've been playing through two right? I, I've played a little bit of two. I haven't put as much time of it in, into it as I want to because of Pokemon and then the Vive. But I plan on getting back to it soon. Josh Crow last week said that's probably his game of the year. I heard that. Yeah, that's that makes me very excited for continuing to play that game. Yeah, I'm still uh, at the very. Me and you were texting the other day, and I told you I was like about to finish the first mission. I'm still right there. I have not... <laughs> Is that still the case? <laughs> yep, <laughs> I have not gone back to it yet. Um, yeah, it's a fun game though. Like it finally, yeah, everything like... kind of. I mentioned this last week, but everything finally kind of clicked, and I was like, oh yeah, like I've been. Like, I talked last week about safes coming all the time, and I'm finally letting right. that go. I'm just like doing the stuff. Like, okay, I can just kill these dudes and. Like, I don't really have to worry about it. I'm Now when I'm safe scumming, I'm doing it because, like, hey, those guys had a conversation, and I killed them before they had a conversation, so maybe I should wait <laughs> and hear the conversation to see if it gives me clues. But Right. Like, I think I did pretty good on the first mission. Like, I'm doing, I've done, like, a bunch of optional shit. Like, I'm, I don't know. I'm pretty excited to keep, go back to that game. Yeah, you met Granny Rags, and I'm very excited to hear about your adventures with I Granny Rags, Granny because Rags. she's great. Yes, she's her, like, all of the performances so far seem, seem really, really clutch. So. Yeah, uh, so that, the the one thing about the first Dishonored is that apparently the uh, the voice actor for The Outsider turned out to be some, like, kind of weird, gross Gamergate guy, so. Oh, well, you could have just not told me that, game. so. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Not everybody can be perfect, but, you know. I, I mean, it's good performance, like. Yeah. Regardless of his shitty political opinions, my my my, where I come down to that stuff is is like he's already been paid for that work, and I'm he's probably right. not getting royalties <laughs> for me buying the twenty dollars on sale version of Dishonored for PS4. <laughs> so as long as I'm not directly contributing to his livelihood at this point, like I'm I'm not too worried about it. Yeah, Vader, I, I don't remember where you're at with Dishonored. Are you playing two or because you bought it right? No, I wanted to buy it. That's I should have bought it last week. We um. We got head EB Games or GameStop, our vision of it down here. They had a Black Friday special for it. So it's just come out. They had it for half price. Oh, you definitely should have it. And it came with the Dishonored 1 remastered and Dishonored 2. And I didn't buy it because I was getting Final Fantasy 15 in a couple of days and figured I wouldn't have time to play it anyway, so I won't bother. And it's gone back up, and now it's back up to it's gone from sixty dollars sixty dollars back up to a hundred. So, oh my goodness! So, <laughs> Should have bought it. Should have bought it. Why do but it'll you, go back down. Hopefully. Why does New Zealand have Black Friday sales? 
<laughs> That's actually a good question. I, I had this conversation with that. Richard from from We're Not Wizards the other day. Like he was like, "Oh yeah, we get all of the sales, but like none of the crappy holiday time with the parents." And I was like, "What? That's not Must fair." Be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Is that fair? You can't have Black Friday sales like... without turkey. That's the requirement. <laughs> Well, we, and we also don't have the craziness of stampedes and people getting crushed to death. So, <laughs> so we just like a win-win down here. You know, I didn't actually see much of that this year. I don't know if it like it just it was, wasn't it was underreported or if I just missed it. I we think all of that stuff has been moved to online sales. Like, I, yeah. I know there was a few people on my Facebook that like went to get some deals at four o'clock in the morning, like some some chicks I went to high school with. But uh, like <laughs> majority, like I, most of the people I'm talking to are like, oh yeah, Amazon had like a sweet deal on the scope. <laughs> I bought the scope. Yeah, like I I super wanted that that ninety nine dollar three DS, but I did not. Amazon put it up for sale early, and I didn't get my hands on one. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I heard that there was some couple of people killed, but I don't know if that's true or not. I've just heard. Well, I mean, like just in America, like that. Yeah, I mean that's every just, single yeah. day. <laughs> that's just a, that's just a Friday, very Vader. Yeah, it's just a normal Friday. Yeah. Every Friday is Black Friday in America. Oof, this got dark quick. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any other games um, you want to talk about, Brian? Uh, no, I, I think that's about it for me. Those are all the games that I played. Vader, tell me everything I need to know about Final Fantasy XV. Yes, I also want to know. It's pretty good. All right, moving on. All right, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> on the No Man's Sky. <laughs> uh, I, I just the last two months with the move and everything, I just had my game time has suffered so bad. But um, I so I played. In game time, it says eight hours, but I, I keep leaving it on. And so about six of those hours are probably me just leaving it <laughs> on while I'm like making dinner or something. Um, it's good. Like It starts off and it's it's quite a bit slow, um, but it, it tells its story quite well. Um, and I've, I've progressed a few little checkpoints of story and it, it, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, there's lots to do. The world is quite immersive and quite amazing. Um, and I'm glad... They haven't just the whole um, demo episode Duske. They just didn't throw that into the game. It, like it's, I like, yeah. They haven't just had that exact same thing we've already played through several times, and the demo is not in the game as exactly the same, which I like. Uh, so it's not repeating because that's why I was worried I'd be repeat that for that two three hours of questing. But I haven't had to. Um, I don't know. Well, you guys got any questions? I don't know what else to say. It's <laughs> the the bro time is um, pretty awesome. Like the what the what are pretty awesome. The bro time, just like okay. your with your dudes. Uh, and if you don't know, like basically what's happening, it's it's a road trip because you've been sent off. Uh, you, I mean, uh, Noctus, the main character protagonist, has been sent off to on his trip to his wedding. So he's had an arranged marriage with a princess, Luna. And you, your bodyguard, uh, you kind of your butler kind of character, and your best friend have been sent off uh, road tripping to head towards your wedding, and that's where it starts. And um, and if, I don't know if you're aware of the, the, the movie Kingsglaive, happens a few hours into the game, like that time frame. So the everything's all peaceful at this point. There's a, about to be a a treaty signed with the 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 Empire will force Star Wars bad guys. Um, what's Star Wars? <laughs> what's the same thing as the Empire? <laughs> it's always the Empire in these games and movies. Like it's the evil Empire is invading. 
there's supposed to be a treaty signed. And so you're sent off and it's supposed to be peaceful. And then as you're getting closer to where you're heading to meet your future wife, you start hearing the news at that the, the capital has been taken over and that your the king has dead. And so I, I just really like that kind of that change. It has, starts off as just these kind of boys, almost like a bachelor kind of tri- uh, trip, um, all, all quite uh, lighthearted and having fun and, and like a bit of banter, bro banter. And then it changes to, to a completely different tone when you find out that the city's been, that your kingdom's been taken over by the empire and, and your father's been killed. And it was, it was quite, it was, it's done quite well. I really like it. What are the, what's, what's the basic mechanics? What are the basic mechanics like? Are you just roaming around and like, like I'm picturing final fantasy 10, right? Which is probably the last final fantasy game that I've played. Um, like, are you just roaming around in like towns and cities and like killing stuff? Like what, 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 what are you doing? I'm surprised that the opening sequence is just set and you're kind of, you're restricted, uh, but it's still quite a large area in game distance. It's probably about um, one and a half to two miles across. Um, and it's quite, so it takes, you take quite a while to walk across walk, walk the area you're in. And that's just a very small portion of the map that I can see now. And it's just open. And it was quite, there wasn't actually much fighting. For a Final Fantasy game, you're used, most people are used to random encounters that happen like every 30 seconds. Whereas the first few hours, I only fought a few times, like a handful of times. They were very limited. Now I've moved into the next area, uh, kind of zone. There's a, there's a bit more to fight and it's ramped up a bit. But uh, um, the fighting is important and is key to the game, but it's not. It, it's not all of the game. Does that make sense? Uh, sure, yeah. You know, like Final Fantasy VII or the other fantasies, fighting everything you do, like you're constantly fighting as you progress the story. Whereas you can go for quite a while and just be exploring and, and meeting people and, and doing things without fighting. Um, and because there's no random encounters, you always can run away as well. You, if you see enemies, you can kind of avoid them. What's my uh, what's my my quotient of anime bullshit in this game that I'm going to have to deal with when I eventually play it? Well, I don't know what you mean by that because anime is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I meant like, um, are there extended scenes where people are looking at each other and going, uh, huh, uh, and like, are there like 45 minute cutscenes where people are talking about like, I'm thinking of Final Fantasy 13 and it was just like crystals and. I don't know. No, there's been very little of that so far. Um, there's been a couple of cutscenes. The whole, the whole movie of uh, Kingsglaive was done in about thirty second cutscene. Um, <laughs> so I don't need to watch that movie, is what you're no, saying? No, no, the movie's fantastic. I love that. It's a okay. great movie. Just as a movie, it's great. What I mean is that, like, it's it's from the perspective of Noctis and his group, and so he doesn't know what happened. But it, or how you find out is just reading the newspapers and hearing it on the news. And so you know very little. And so as his character, and so all they did is just showed a cutscene of the key moment where the betrayal and the uh, and the, the attack happened from the Empire. I'm pretty sure it's called the, it's called the Empire. I can't remember the actual name. Um, and so I, I so yeah, it was it was completely simplified. It didn't. It could have gone into a 10, 15 minute. It might be more than thirty seconds, maybe a minute, but it wasn't very long. Like it was quite quick. Um, there's, there's a bit of talk. It has a bit more, you've got options in how you respond to people, which is a, a quite new to Final Fantasy. 
I don't remember that's been in any of the early ones. It's kind of more limited on what you can say, but you have options on how you respond uh, at certain points. Um, yeah, there hasn't been too many cutscenes, to be honest. Good. Are you enjoying it? I guess would be the first thing. I mean, you, I know you've played it for two hours, so that's kind of a hard thing to answer. But like right now, are you are you kind of because everybody on my Twitter feed is going nuts for this game. Like I have a Twitter feed full of like selfies with a bunch of dudes in them, and everybody's <laughs> saying like how great it is. You know, everyone likes a good um, photography mode in the game. Whereas, I, I so do I. My problem is, is that I don't end up using it. Like, I'll use it once, like, yeah, look at that sweet photo. And then I just forget about it. And I just, I'd rather play the game. And this, you're one of your characters, Prompto, he has the camera. And so he's taking photos as you progress through the game. And so when you sleep at night or camp, it shows you the like the ten photos he's taken that day, and so you can save which ones, whatever ones you want, or and then you can share them with social media. And some of them are hilarious, like some of the photos. And I just think that's really cool because you get the benefit of the photo mode without actually having to do it yourself. Like, um, and some of them are quite artistically cool. Like, um, some of them are just random. Like, you just got butt shots and stuff like that. Um, Those aren't random. Can, Those are very, yeah. very much on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> and some of them are very suggestive uh, i saw a couple of bit socket ones were quite funny uh, <laughs> um and it's just and I, I had one that just looked hilarious looked like noctis was dancing was doing ballet uh and i just think that's a really cool touch uh there's uh, so each each character in your in your party has their own role and abilities that level up and by doing different things as you play um your role is the fisherman in the group. So you can go fishing like a good Zelda guy. You can spend ages fishing uh, and yeah, you level it up and that provides food. So then Ignis can then cook better meals and the, the, the better meals you get is like it buffs you, gives you buffs for the next day after camping. And so it's super simple and there's not much to the opening area, but I imagine that's just because it's the opening area and they don't want to overwhelm you. Um, and as it's got in the new area I've got they've added more in and there seems to be more to it uh, the combat I'm getting used to uh, it's it took a little while but it, it, it's pretty good when you get down to it it's kind of hard to manage when you've got like eight enemies around you You can't, and you get hit from behind you can't always see things and so if you're not holding down the dodge button you just take damage and you can't do anything about it but I'm getting better at managing crowds and, and working with it. As you start getting your abilities up, it, it improves and you can crowd manage and, and be a bit more mobile. It's really cool. Like, cause one of those things is warp attack. Like you may have seen on any of the footage, like you can warp and, and you throw, basically you throw your sword and then you teleport to where your sword is. And I've just got like a, a big X instead of throwing it straight, like in a straight line, he like, cause it's a big heavy X. He lobs it above the enemy. And then he dwarps above the enemy and then does a big slam down. That's I just think it's really cool. Yeah, that sounds super awesome. <laughs> like it's they've taken the effort to make like each animation unique and different, uh, which I thought was really cool. Well, I mean, they've had ten years, right? It's got to do something. <laughs> yeah, it better be good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's there's a lot to do. Um, th- there is the classic fetch quests. You've got the car, which I was kind of hoping you could just off-road and go wherever, but it's it's it, the car most pretty much sticks to the roads, and you don't have super, you don't have much control. You can kind of drift and like lean across onto the wrong side of the road, but then if you it will like force you back onto the right hand side of the road. Um, 
and so then you, when you're and so you're not really controlling it you're just holding down accelerate uh, okay well that's fine i mean that's what probably like the trouble that it's worth to put that car into like an actual open world would <laughs> probably not actually worth it at all that's what i yeah that's what i figured there's too much uh cliffs and things that you could just drive off and then just then you'd have to have to fix the mechanics that sort that out and uh, and so when you get to like an intersection, all you do is it's almost like Pac-Man. You just kind of hit which way you want to turn and it just turns for you. You just kind of flip the analog stick and it'll turn. And I'm hearing that can... like they, um, they've included the soundtracks to previous Final Fantasy games as like yes. collectibles in the game. That sounds so cool to me. Like, I don't know why. Like, I'm just really enthusiastic about that That for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and it's at different merchants. So I've found a few already and you go speak to them and they're, and they're kind of um, random tab on their in their shop you can get you can buy yeah the audio so i've managed to buy like i think pharmacy six five and two maybe what it was their soundtracks and they're not super expensive they're not like overly priced in game they're just they're cheap and so yeah you can play them on your radio cool yes yeah, uh, from what i understand it's kind of like you go to like a gas station and buy them like you're a trucker buying yeah. a book on tape at a truck stop right yeah, that's yeah, it. that's pretty great. <laughs> that's just, that's just um, I really like that. I really like that all. I really like a yeah, lot. It's, it's a really, it's a really cool concept. Um, and yeah, you can, yeah, it's, and it's like the um the ton, it's a, you go into like diners, like real kind of fifties style American diner looking things, like you know, middle of nowhere trucker stops, like you mentioned, and you go in and you talk to the the person. But they still like act like in a you know your kind of fantasy RPGs where the the barkeep is always the one that has the info. <laughs> like they still work like that. So you talk to them, and they're the ones that give you tips and, and put, give you quests or like side missions to do. I think it's really funny, like having this kind of modern diner setting, but they still give you like medieval kind of quest <laughs> missions. It was, it's got a nice little twist. Um, and another thing, Final Fantasy is known for its over-the-top character design, and they've definitely got that. Some of the bad guys just over-the-top awesomeness and ridiculous at the same time. Whereas the average person that you meet is quite is normal. Like they just look like someone you'd see in our world, like just walking down the street. Um, and I, I think that's kind of cool that they haven't tried to make everyone look final fantasy <laughs> not everyone is in a full leather bodysuit yeah i, I do how find many, it funny how many though. belts like how many yeah. belts is the main character what's, what's the zipper situation uh well that's the thing you're you've seen you've seen the main it's the it's the boy band in the black leather outfits right uh, yeah, yeah but you can actually change that from the get-go you have different okay. and so you can chuck noctis like into uh like a puffer vest and baseball cap like sold right from the get-go like uh, and so you can change everyone. Uh, Prompto's always kind of got that punk look, like everything he wears. He's always got like, yeah. Um, but yeah, all four of your characters you can change. You've got four outfits right from the get-go that you can chuck them into. Uh, and yeah. Well, what else have you, uh, besides Final Fantasy fifteen? what else have you got managed to squeeze in? Um, just quickly before I jump off, they've got a Final Fantasy eight. Um, drawing magic system in the game. Oh, not, really? Not, not as deep as Final Fantasy VIII. Like, you don't equip it into your stats like an eight, but you're going around and drawing the magic, your lightning, blizzard, and fire from from the earth. You're speaking my language. So, yeah, that's for Chris. <laughs> and I thought that was very interesting. Final, Final Fantasy VIII uh, is my favorite Final Fantasy. So, 
anytime yeah. a game takes something from that, I'm I'm always interested. Well, they seem to have, it's a good big hybrid because you've also got the um, skill tree from Final Fantasy X, a very simplified version of it. Yeah. Uh, but you've, you've got that in there and then you've got the stat system. So it's, it's, they've kind of, it's, a, it's a kind of an interesting hybrid. Yeah, I mean, I've, uh, I've, I've, I've literally got it sitting on my kitchen table. I just haven't put it in the in the drive yeah. yet. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll move that up the list. Yeah, it's good. I like it. And Jeremy, for you, in the opening title screen, it comes up and it says, A Final Fantasy for fans and newcomers alike. Oh, so, that's really nice. It's, it's like they were thinking you, of me buddy. when they were making this game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so to answer your question earlier, I was rude and continued on Final Fantasy. Uh, the only other <laughs> game is Unworthy. I mentioned this a few weeks back and I played it again. I actually went to the site of the guy. It's a uh, uh, indie, just that one guy's doing it. Um, it's a uh, 2D Dark Souls meets a uh, slower version of Ghouls and Ghosts kind of game. Okay. <laughs> um, so it's 2D. It's super pixels. Like it's like your guy is just gray or like a dark gray black in pixel in pixel graphics. So you're one color. It's all shadows. Uh, it's it's very cool. Like and so I signed up and uh, I got he sent me a, a link to be a part of his most recent alpha version one point five one point five, and I can use it with my Xbox controller on my Windows computer now. And so it's much easier <laughs> with a controller than a keyboard. Keyboard was a nightmare uh, to try and roll and get the timing down. And it's yeah, I really like it. I beat I beat the first boss. It took me probably about eight, nine attempts. Actually, maybe a few more. Um, but it was really good. Like, I really like it. You've All you've got is your roll, backwards and forwards. You've got your attack and your shield, which I couldn't didn't work out for a while, is done on a timer. So it's almost, it has its own stamina bar. You can block, and then it, like, reduces your – you can't – it won't block. It blocks automatically, sorry. And then you've got a timer, and the meter builds back up. And then when that, once that's full, you can block the next attack. So it's, it, I, and yeah, I found that that's a cool little mechanic. It's very different. So you only can block every kind of like 20 seconds or so. Yeah, I, I'm I'm looking at some some GIFs of this game right now. It looks really cool. It's very cool for only having like four shades of gray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's very atmospheric. Um, and he's been working on like uh, different abilities that you can get. Uh, I saw, on, I follow him on Twitter. And one of them was uh, like a life leech. Uh, ability and he, he was using a hammer and it was very cool so as you, as you attack you gain life back um, and yeah oh there's red sorry there is red in there it's <laughs> it's black grey white and red was for the blood yeah I, 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 it's worth giving it a go go check out his website I think it's just unworthy yeah but I think it's unworthy. just unworthy game that's it. I just signed up. up for it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I'm pretty sure you'll get access to, to the, the alpha. Like he sent me a link. I to hope it. so. It looks really cool. Um, and, I just, yeah. I linked in the, uh, in the chat, his pinned tweet uh, is a really cool uh, gif of a game that presumably he's working on that isn't this game. But oh. man, like how cool does that look? Oh yeah. I've seen that one. Yeah. That's cool as well. I have, I haven't learned more about that one. I might have to look into that as well. 
Yeah, they the animation cool. in the in the one that you sent, and I'll make sure that's in the show notes. <clears throat> yeah, he says the animation. One, I, no, and he's not going to remember to do that. So uh, I'll, I'll try to retweet this or something tomorrow. Yeah, it's it's very cool. I've seen I've seen him post stuff about this, but I haven't looked into that game. I might have to do that this week. But cool. Yeah, but his anime, as you say, his animation and the unworthy is really good as well. Like he spends a lot, spends a lot of time getting the animations down, and they they're pretty responsive. And the iframes work, um, roll. It's intuitive. Um, the leveling system's different to Dark Souls. You get you get sin in this, and that that is just your currency for buying items, as far as I can tell. And you level up automatically. So you keep your progress on everything you kill. You get experience points and you level up like a traditional RPG. Okay. Um, but you do lose your sin every time you die, like in Dark Souls, which so you have to regain to to get to get more sin to buy stuff. But yeah, well, cool. Very cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very interested in that. I definitely hope that I get into that alpha because I yeah. want to try it. Well... All of that's good and well and fantastic. Sounds great. But now it's time for the No Man's Sky Hour. <laughs> so Sweet. everybody sit down and get some water. <laughs> Take a nap. <laughs> well, firstly, Jerry, before you get into telling us how good the new um, update is, what my thoughts are, like, there's been a lot of like angry, ang- well, I've seen a lot of people being angry, oh, it's about time or it's not enough. I think it's just super cool what they've done. Like it sounds like an awesome update. I haven't had a chance to try it myself. Yeah, it's 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 very good. Cool. It's all stuff that probably should have been in that game, but when it was released, and I can I can guarantee you, if all of the stuff had been, um, like it wouldn't had it wouldn't have had near as much of a negative reception. Um, like because now you actually have stuff to do. <laughs> like there's <laughs> there's there's some goals there besides you know get to the center of the galaxy or follow the atlas path. Um, so last week we talked about, they, they'd announced last week, right before we recorded that, um, we, uh, they were going to release this foundation patch. And then as I was editing the podcast the next morning, I realized that they had actually just released it that day. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, yeah, they released it to everybody for free. It's, you know, this is the update that added base building. It added some UI, some UI changes. It added some, uh, they regenerated the universe, like they've done a bunch of different stuff. Um, so from the very beginning, like base building, I never really understood what they were going to do because the game is so massive that like building a base on one planet and deciding to stick there just seemed really weird to me. So right out of the gate, uh, they allow you to move to a new base. And when you do that, all of the materials and the base stuff that you built previously is just downloaded to the new base. So, like, if you're going around a planet and you scan it, it'll say, like, hey, there's an abandoned base here. Do you want to move to this planet? And you look around and you're like, yeah. So you move in, you take it over, and then you go to, like, a stash that's not one of your normal inventories. It's, like, specifically for this. And then you can just rebuild your entire base at any time. There doesn't seem so to be... automatically? It's rebuild not rebuilt automatically, no. Um, so you okay. kind of have to do the work to place everything. I've only moved once, and I didn't have a whole lot to do. But now I've got a quest bugging out, and apparently the solution is to move your base. So I'm going to be doing that eventually. Um, it's really easy to build your base. Like you, um, both have you either? I know Vader, you played No Man's Sky. You didn't, right, Brian? You never picked it up. Uh, no, I I played it. Oh, okay. Um, so you just hit up on the up on the D pad, 
and that brings up like a little bitty menu and you can kind of move around while you're doing this. And then you just kind of scroll through different stuff to build. So you start hmm. out with like, um, you press up and it's like structures, like build a corridor. And then you can just like, bam, 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 and build a long hallway. And then you put a room at the end of it using the same interface. And then you can, you know, I want to put a door here, a window there, like whatever you have the materials to build, you can do. Um, so, um, so I have a question about shoot. like, how, how big can you make these bases? Because like, from what I remember about No Man's Sky, like these bases, like all, all the little bases and stuff, right, is like scattered around the planet were kind of like, generally they were just like in a little clearing. Like there mm-hmm. wasn't necessarily much room, like that, that much like flat space around them. Let me so see. like, can you kind of just like expand it out? Like, yeah, big, let, me or? See, let me see if I can. Yeah, I've got one up here. So let me, there's, I, I think you can get a lot bigger than this. Cause I'm not, I'm not, I haven't been playing that long. So I'm going to put this in the notes. Um, this is my base now. So it, for the listeners at home, this is like four room sized buildings that are interconnected with hallways. And then one giant cube room that I'm using to like grow stuff in. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So you've got, you've got a decent size operation yeah. going on. And then um, cool. like the cubes that you see in the background are actually containers that you can build that just are just inventories. Like they just give you some Oh, slice. that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So you can just store stuff at any time. Um, and I'm, I'm assuming, like, based on the trailer, you can build them a lot bigger than this. I don't know how big yet. I'm sure there's some sort of maximum or something. Um, in the vanilla game, I found some pretty big structures. Like, yeah, you, you can find some stuff. Like, and, like, the problem with the vanilla game is, and it's still like that now, is, like, you'll find a giant-looking building, and you can only access one room. With one and, alien? <laughs> yeah, and it has one alien, and everything else is locked off behind Atlas Passes. Which is like bizarre. I'm, I've played probably 50 hours of this game, and I still don't have the Atlas Pass V2 or V3. Like I'm just I've not, uh, yeah, I've not diverse. I've never got any of them. Yeah, I've <laughs> only got the first one. So <laughs> I need to look up how to get them eventually. Um, but when you build this room and you take over this base the first time, the first thing they do is they tell you to do is to um, build a construction terminal, and you build this in an empty room, and it tells you, okay, now go recruit a construction a construction specialist. So then you like go to a space station, it can be any one, as long as it's a Gek-controlled space station, which are the little green lizard-looking dudes. And then you, you meet one, and he's like, oh yeah, I'll work for you. So then you go down there, and he starts giving you like quests to do. He's like, hey, let's build a, a thingamajig. I need uh, this mineral. Go get this mineral for me. And then you go get the mineral for him, and you know you come back, and you build the thing, and that gives you more recipes. And sometimes he'll be like, it'll say, like, the other day I did something, and it said, like, 55 new recipes learned. And I was like, holy shit, what did I do? And it was just all... Um, I forget what material it was, but I unlocked all of the decorations. So now I can build like in a room, I can build like plants and flags and desk and chairs and tables. And like, I can, like you can really get, de- you can get like granular with a control, which is pretty cool. Uh, but he eventually tells you like, Hey, I can't do much without a science guy. So then you build a science terminal and then you go recruit one of the um, Corvax guys to be your science dude. And then he starts giving you quests. So he starts unlocking like a bunch of other product recipes, like glass and things like this. And then eventually he's like, hey, we need to get an armorer, dude. <laughs> and then eventually you're like, oh, hey, we should have a farmer. And they all give, they're all giving you quests and things to do. And like, I don't know, like right now I've got a bank of hydroponic, uh, like growing machines, growing like nice. random shit. Yeah. Nice. Like 420 every day. <laughs> Dank. Dank AF. Um, so yeah, it's just, it gives you stuff to do. Uh, like you knew... When they tell you that, hey, go get some of this like purple mineral, which in the main game before this patch, you would find like random purple stuff, but they had no point whatsoever. Like I never found anything to do with it. So now you actually go go to a star system. You can scan from the spaceship now, which is really nice. 
Oh, so good. Like, yeah, yeah. You just L3 to scan a planet, and it's like, this has this purple mineral, it has emerald, it has gold, and, you know, that's really it. Then you fly in, and you collect your shit, and get back. Every space station has a teleport, so you can travel throughout the galaxy, you know, and then just find a space station and teleport back to your base with your ship, which is really, really cool. Oh, good. That's what yeah. I was going to ask. That's the thing, flying and remembering where you, what star <laughs> you were at. It's impossible. Like I found, um, I've been kind of keeping around the same group of star systems while I'm kind of doing the basic quest and um, naming planets for the minerals they have so I can find them later to go get that mineral. <laughs> <laughs> the most utilitarian way to play. Exactly. Yeah. No more am I naming planets after podcast or people on podcast. <laughs> All of that's gone. I'm naming it like this Ken planet DZ. has heridium. So yeah, exactly. Like I've, got, I've got heridium one, heridium two, heridium three. <laughs> um, it sounds really good. It's actually fun, but you still get lost in that map pretty easily. Um, yeah. All of the UI you can stuff, warp back. Yeah, you, but you can warp back. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And it just puts you right in your base, and your ship is right outside, which is awesome. Uh, it's good. Yeah, yeah. There's more of everything, it seems like. Like, when you walked into a space station before, there would always be, like, one alien dude. And now there's, like, five or six in there, like, all chilling out. There seems to be more um, creatures everywhere. But I'm fairly close to the center, so I'm not sure if that would be, you know... I'm not sure if a brand new game would have that or not, but um, but lots lots more critters and like you, you mentioned earlier about the space stations, the space stations, but like the little colonial outposts that were everywhere, all of those seem to be gone. Like I barely find those anymore. Like it, before, I felt like I could find like twelve of them barely flying anywhere on the planet, and now I basically have to use the beacons to find stuff if I want to go look for that stuff. Okay, which is fine. Like to me, that makes more sense than having like. For like you know, four thousand outposts on this "quote unquote" undiscovered planet, <laughs> all that has you know one alien in them, all saying the exact same thing. So. Each with one identical alien, yeah. same same identical phrase. So, um, do you remember, did, you you start, did you start a new game? Or I did, did you not. Just... I continued my existing okay. game. Um, I'm gonna get to the some of the new game stuff here in a minute because um they well let's just talk about it now okay uh there's actually three <laughs> modes to play now and they give you three mm-hmm. different saves so uh the first one is like I don't know it's not a pleasurable experience but it's like something like that like a casual enjoyment or some shit like that but that's like the game mode that was there before so like you're just flying around it's not too hard but it's like you still have to find stuff you have like to keep up with your oxygen when you're underwater and all that stuff um then there's a survival mode which I have not tried. But um, that one seems to be like a hardcore, like, everyone is after you. The enemies, the, the animals in the game are very mean. Like, there's not a lot of resources. Um, and that's when they've given you the ability to build, like, save points and beacons now. So that's why, I, and that's really, really important for survival mode. Like, you have to build save points. You can't just find them in the world, which is kind of cool. And then there's a uh, creative mode. And creative mode is really weird. I booted up a save. Nothing cost anything. Right? Like, you can just build anything that you want to. You, you come yeah. pre-stocked with most of the recipes, um, including, like, the Atlas Pass Fusion 1, 2, and 3. Like, that's just cool. in your inventory. Um, but you're, like, you don't have any suit upgrades, you don't have any ship upgrades, and you don't have any of your, uh, like, uh, technologies learned. So I guess, like, the idea there is just to kind of screw around with the game and, like, explore and find new stuff and unlock things. But nothing costs anything to build. So it's just kind of a, it's just a goofy fun at that point. Yeah, that's that's more or less kind of what I found out of that game anyway. So Yeah, absolutely. I was hoping that we'd get um 
I mean, it, it's basically like Minecraft with mods at that point, I would imagine. I've never played much Minecraft, yeah. but like turning off all of the required stuff. Um, I think that would be, to me, that kind of felt like um, having cheat codes in Diablo, right? Like <laughs> where like it's like if you're just duping the best items like over and over again and like just equipping all the best stuff, like there's really no point. Like if you remove the loot thing from that game, like there's no point to play in it. So um I mean, there's no point to play any video game. We're all wasting our time, but still. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the three modes. Uh, there's a bunch of UI interface tweaks that are really, really good. So um, I mentioned you can press up to build stuff. Now when you're flying around or you're walking around, you can press down. And all of your chargeable modules are there. So you can press down and scroll right to your you know your life module, and then you can hit X to charge it up without going into your inventory. You can do oh, that that's with, nice. Yeah. It makes... Um, it makes space combat way more fun. Yep. Because yep. you're okay. not fumbling yeah, and charging gotcha. up your shields in the middle of a space combat. You're just hitting down and like scrolling through it real fast. Um, in the patch notes, there was a bunch of stuff about improving space combat. It feels kind of the same for me. It just happens more often. <laughs> uh, and it seems way, way bigger. So like it'll like it'll warp to a system and there'll be like a fucking dogfight happening like with fourteen ships around these freighters like all shooting at each other, which is kind of cool. But like the combat itself has never been particularly difficult for me. It's been just kind of move around and shoot the dudes and they die. Um, I yeah I don't really <laughs> like the combat is just kind of the basic stuff in the world. Uh, and then there's freighters now, so like all of those giant ships that you would see in the space in the systems you can um fly into them and then walk around in them and then go, you know, meet the captain and offer to buy the freighter. And I haven't done that yet because the only one that I could buy was one for like 7 million credits and it had like 14 slots on it. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm going to want to upgrade that. <laughs> like, I'll just hold off until I find one with 28 slots. Yeah. Uh, so I haven't actually bought one of those yet, but I've, in the, from the trailers and the patch notes, like apparently you can, um, you can build stuff to let you automatically mine materials on a planet and then automatically transfer that to your freighter and then summon your freighter from planet to planet. Oh my God. Yeah. So you can right? just like strip mine planets, which sounds great. Planet planet, strip it of resources. <laughs> like this is the prequel to Titanfall too. Exactly. Yeah, is... <laughs> I'm a, uh, like I'm one step away from getting the automated mining units. Um, my dude needs a circuit board and to build a circuit board, I need to have copper wire and something else. And copper wire requires this substance that I have not seen anywhere. And I looked it up and like people on Reddit are just like, where the fuck is this? I've been to 18 ocean planets and it's not underwater and like all this other stuff. And so we'll figure that out later. So all in all, like I, I mentioned that I played a little bit of Dishonored and I did, but like I, this came out and I started messing with it last weekend and uh, it just grabbed me. Like I've, this has been what I've been putting all of my free time back into. Um, I've always been a fan of this game. Like as people know that listen to the podcast or that look at Twitter, like, None of the none of the negative stuff about this game has really phased me. Like I I recognize it, and the game does have issues. Like the creatures all still look super dumb. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a cool looking creature. They're all like just weird quadrupeds and like floating spaghetti monsters. Like that's all it is. Uh, it's, it's, it's still the uh, the recorder version of the Jurassic Park theme. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of that. <laughs> um, I do see more see, see bigger monsters now. Uh, but again, I'm I'm pretty I'm not close to the center but like i'm farther into the center than most people would be on a new game so i don't know if that's that's from what i've always heard that was supposed to be like the closer to the center you get like the weirder stuff happens but i've, I've not seen that okay i don't know i don't yeah, know what I it looks like pretty cool i had some pretty cool monsters i 
one of one of my favorites was a giant like dinosaur with a turtle shell and butterfly wings. And yeah, it was it's, it's horror- like that Smashing was- Pumpkins album. It was like <laughs> it was like hovering around on these tiny little wings, which would have been like the size, you know, like would have been the size of a human's wings if we had butterfly wings. But this this dinosaur turtle thing was the size of a three story building, <laughs> and the wings were still lifting it up. It was hilarious. Yeah, they they do some funky monsters as I'm putting putting my favorite one in the um in the chat right now, so you guys can see it like. That was probably the favorite one that I've ever found, um, which was like this weird skeletal, like beak monster-looking dude. Like, oh, oh yes, cool. it's uh, it's the Nibigorgon from Stranger Things. Sure, yeah, that's almost exactly. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that because I did that before Stranger Things came out. But sure, yeah, that actually works out really well. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying the update. Uh, I there's a apparently like a I don't know if it's a bug, but there's a substance you can make for 500 credits that sells for 39,000 credits. So I'm yeah, I saw that yeah. I'm very excited to uh, really exploit that and buy the biggest ship I can get. So <laughs> and just like earn 900 million credits. And that's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I- I'm with you, Jeremy. I didn't finish the game because something else came out and it got me distracted. But I enjoyed what I what I played of the original the vanilla No Man's Sky. It was exactly what I expected it to be, just flying through space. Yeah. I kind of gave up have... on even caring about finishing it once I heard like the endings were so bad. Like I remember Cliff, he kind of he duped the ending game item that you need and started duping stuff so that he could just warp to the end of the game and uh, along the Atlas path and then warp to the center. And he was very, very negative on that. So I was like, well, I'm if it sucks, I'm not even going to do it. I'm just going to like go around and look at stuff. And now that now I have like stuff to do and stuff to build, and like I'm pretty excited about it. Building your base is a lot of fun, and the interface is really easy. So I'm pretty cool. pretty stoked. So because you're just using your existing save. Yep. What, what save category does that put you under? Does that put you under the casual or the normal game? Or it's just the normal whole... one, the very first one. So yeah, the, when okay. it when it booted up, I had like no saves in the um, survivor or the creative one, and then my previous save and the I don't know what it called, like the original experience or something. So cool. Now I'm excited to play it again. I've held yeah, on I to think, it for this reason. I think, um, like you and Odin would probably have a lot of fun with the creative mode, like where you can go around. Yeah, and just, love that. Yeah, yeah, just build shit with no cost whatsoever and see what's what's crazy. Like, I think that would be really interesting. He enjoyed this um this game as it was. He played a little bit of it. Oh, nice. So I think if I show him that you can base build now, he'll he'll be way into that because he loves Drag Quest builders and Minecraft. Well, Minecraft is his go to. Yeah. Oh, that's what I've been playing. I forgot about that. Dragon Quest Builders. So I keep playing that. Oh, cool. Yeah. I need to get back. I need to buy that game. I, I like the demo a lot. But yeah, now that you, I'm doing this, I'm probably like it. I, yeah, I get my. <laughs> this is scratching that itch. You got your fix. But you'd like it because it's, it's not just one big story. Like, well, there is an overarching story, I'm guessing. But you end the first kind of world and then you start you start a game from scratch in a whole new area and it's completely different. And I've just I've only done the first little bit of the new area in Dragon Quest Builders. And it's I'm surprised how different the resources are and the items are and the enemies. It's completely new aesthetic and setting. It's really cool. Um cool. and there's like four of those, four or five of them, so Yeah, I, w- I thought that was very interesting. Like I-, I haven't played it myself, but my roommate played uh, through that whole game and it was it was it was really interesting and weird that like you would just basically like lose all of your progress and move on to a new area yeah which i was a bit disappointed with but then now i've seen that you can 
you know, I've started the second area and it's there's new things to learn and do. It's it's not just rinse repeat. It's it's like rinse and then a little repeat and, and a little <laughs> and new a stuff of, as well. Yeah, a lot of new stuff. Yeah. Well, we're running Sorry, a bit long. Let's uh let's jump into our listener emails. Um, I forgot to include the question that Vader asked on Twitter, so I need to look <laughs> that up real quick. The question that Vader, quote unquote, asked. Look, we tag our tweets. That was all him. <laughs> I can show you the DM. Like Vader said, do we have anything to this week? And I was like, I don't really have a question. Come up with one. And then five minutes later. <laughs> I'm sure I can find it in my notifications. I, I got it. Um, okay. it's, the, uh, the question Sorry, that Vader sent out is, why is Brian Wade the worst? Evidence <laughs> and examples are most welcome. And, what, and of course, what has everybody been playing? So... <laughs> Which is really really funny. Some uh, some background in there. I don't know. I think I told this story where you did tell this story. Yeah, I just okay. listened so, to that yeah everybody knows my Brian's the worst already, so I don't have to repeat that. <laughs> you can tell it again. It's a very funny story. <laughs> I'm I'm extremely proud of it. <laughs> so with with that question in mind, Vader, do you want to start us off with the questions or with the responses? Yes. Um, well, first one ignored the wise Brian the worst and went straight into what he's been playing. And this is from Pete Lawson. Uh, Miss, Mr. Worry on Twitter. It's Titanfall 2, Rainbow Six, Battlefield 1. It's all about shooting and, and games with numbers in the title round at our house. Oh, and I'm I'm not great at it myself, but I still really enjoy the mix of zippiness and big robots. And that was in response because I said I've been playing Titanfall and it's really good. Nice. It does seem um, very good. How play it? I suck at the multiplayer, um, so I ended up just trading it in and get it in going towards Final Fantasy because I'm yeah. just not going to play it. I don't have time to play multiplayer. I've got too many other games to get through. <laughs> I just want to play that level. Like everybody talks about that level, and I just want to play it. Everybody talks about that level, and to me, it's the one before it that's really the, the better level. Like, Hold um, on. I mean. What? I played the game. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Everyone, like Waypoint, did a big um, like designer interview about the uh, cause and effect level, um, which we that's the one without going into spoilers where you have like the device on your wrist and can flip back and forth between things. Yeah, that was that was fantastic. Yeah. I just wish that it was in it a bit more. Yeah, I was yeah. A bit disappointed that it kind of wasn't in it more. They need to flesh that out. But um, it was the level before that, like the one where like you were kind of in the factory, like building. Like that was the one that made my jaw drop. I had the Will Smith, you know, VR moment with that. I was like, holy shit. So Yeah, that was cool. It was very like inception without having the inceptionness because it was just <laughs> everything was actually moving. <laughs> and you knew why it was moving. It wasn't like a crazy mind thing. Yeah. Um But it was really cool. This um the boss was a Viper, the flying one was a real dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the end boss of that game um, was kind of like that. That's probably the most that I died in that game. So, Brian, you want to you yeah. want to read the next one for us? Yeah, I can read this next one. Uh, this is from at Thrindisa, who I'm pretty sure is David Petroco. Uh, his current display is Thrindy the Snowman. Very nice. Uh, <clears throat> he says of me, he's the worst because he's the great betrayer, corrupter of Darkstream. <laughs> it's uh, it's also, almost like I planned for you to read this 15. one. <laughs> it's almost like you planned for me to read this one. Uh, he's also he's playing Final Fantasy 15, World of Warcraft, and HOTS, which could be either Heart of the Swarm or Heroes of the Storm, or Hearth of the Stone. I'm not sure which one. <laughs> or it could, the, uh, it could be the it could be the cop stripping game from Atlas Development. Oh, that's, that's also true. <laughs> 
Oh man, it's weird to me that people still play World of Warcraft. I'm glad. I'm glad they do though. Yeah, you know, I, it's funny because I played that game uh, earlier this year to get a Hearthstone hero, and I could not stand it. Like I played until I got my Hearthstone hero, and then I immediately uninstalled it. Nice. I'll take us into uh, Humanity Upgrade on Twitter. Uh, Catherine, last week's guest. And uh, thank you again for guesting, Catherine. That was really, really nice of you. It was a really fun episode, despite Josh's audio being terrible. Sorry, Josh. Um, Kay says, I've been stuck with nostalgia and I'm playing Fire Emblem on the GameCube again. Haven't played it in like eight years, and it's a bit tough. Nice. I've not played those games. I didn't even know there was one for the GameCube. That's that's my bad. Yeah, I've, I've never played the GameCube one, but Fire Emblem is good in general, so I approve. My turn, Nikki, uh, Lost Panda. Uh, he got me into Dishonored. So this is he being me, Brian Wade. Brian, yes, and so it's not a capital he. <laughs> it's not a deity. <laughs> uh, I mean, I Dishonored, and I fell in love with it, and I threw money at the crazy limited edition box for the second game. So you're making us spend too much money. Also, he pointed <laughs> out a sale on Destiny. Oh, I can't put the dang game down. Between Destas and Dishonored 1 and 2, I'm doomed. <laughs> oh, would, it, would I really be the worst if I'm just sharing good things with people? I think Jeremy is the worst because he, he's traditionally the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this whole campaign is to, to, to redeem Jeremy. This is this, this is why I brought it up. It's just to redeem Jeremy. No, I'm, I'm beyond redemption. I'm just, I'm just hoping to have like a co-title at this point. I just want more oh, yeah, people. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying, I'm trying, Jeremy. I'm trying. Yeah, <laughs> he's, helping yourself. He's, he's he's been getting really excited and sending me screenshots of the duck feed Slack every time someone mentions me being the worst. That's true. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fact. <laughs> um, I don't want to spoil anything, but if uh, you guys have been talking to Lost Panda on Twitter, you might want to hang out at our typical podcast feeds next week. Just saying. Oh man, is she? I, I think I know what you're talking about. And now take I'm us to excited. our next question, Brian. Yeah, sure. Uh, the next one is from uh, Stephen Veyu uh, at FromSoft Junkie. Uh, he says, Final Fantasy XV is soups fun and finished up Infinite, Infinite Warfare, which has a killer story. Also, due to recent events concerning a certain Star Wars novelization quote, he might be the best. <laughs> he referring to me in this situation. <laughs> and again, small H. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> small H. <laughs> no capital H's here. Um, I actually, the next response was from Richard from We're Not Wizards. And um, he says, uh, the last two minutes of Brian's guest appearance on his podcast, hashtag ruined everything. <laughs> and um, it, Richard, actually sent me a, Richard actually sent me a DM during the podcast and uh, asked what I was doing. And I told him I was recording. And he said, oh, Tell everyone Brian is the worst fucking wizard. <laughs> and I said, uh, Brian's actually on the podcast, so I can pass that message along. He's like, tell that fucking wizard this isn't finished, not by a long shot. So <laughs> I, I don't know if either of you have been looking at Twitter at all during uh, during uh, the podcast, but he's also been the, he he had already sent me these these images via via Slack DM. But he's been tweeting some images of him abusing some magic cards. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh he's got one where he's holding it over a cup of coffee, another one where he's dunked it into the cup of coffee. 
uh, a third where he's about to iron it, and a fourth where he's about to cut it with a knife. <laughs> that is fantastic. That is awesome. I'm like <laughs> a thousand tweets behind my Twitter feed, so I'll, I'll see that like next week sometime. Yeah, that is pretty. That's pretty good. Well, that's the thing. Like talking about his podcast, great podcast, by the way. <laughs> Like, it is a yeah, very very good podcast. Everyone should listen to We're Not Wizards. I love the how Nikki, who just responded, we just read her response earlier, how she was saying to listen to <laughs> and it ended up becoming like what was it, a trilogy with a prequel? Yeah, we, we entered her into the trilogy of We're Not Wizards. <laughs> with the prequel, because, it was, it's I mean it's a it's a four podcast. It's, uh, well it's arc. it's I think it's I think it's a trilogy with a with a prequel. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because because your episode, my episode, and Vader's episode are the the We're Not Wizards trilogy, and then the, the Dungeons and Dragons episode is the prequel. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Like, and I spent like half of my podcast talking, like making jokes about magic cards. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and so did Jeremy, which is why I went on the podcast in the first place <laughs> to defend my honor. What's important for everyone to remember is that Richard is the only fan of Lords of the Fallen out there. We recorded the episode hasn't come out yet, but um, I, I just got finished editing his episode of Don't Give Up Skeleton, and um, there's literally seven minutes of him praising Lord of, Lords of the Fallen in that podcast. And at this point, yeah, like I, I used to think he did it just to like troll me, like it was a it was a funny ongoing joke. But now I think he genuinely likes the game. <laughs> like I think he really likes it. It's, terrible it's the shoulder pads. He really likes the big shoulder pads. <laughs> they are pretty cool. <laughs> they are. They are. They are. They're very big pads. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag very big pads. <laughs> okay, where are we up to? Vader, uh, you're next, you're Mr. Mr. Oh, me. uh, Mr. Turk. At Mr. Turk. Uh, Pokemon Moon. Maybe a little too much. And a little bit of Fallout 4. So that's even playing. Fully so endorse your Pokemon Moon playing. Did we clarify, Brian, which Pokemon? Did you get Sun or Moon or both? Uh, I, I got both, but uh, so uh, my, <laughs> my my roommate, uh, who I've mentioned a few times over this episode, he's also my just my best friend in general. And yeah. for the past several Pokemon games, I've just bought both and let him borrow one of them so that I have someone local to play with. Cool. And then you can do all the trading between each other. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's not as big of a deal these days because you can just do it all online, but it's nice to have someone that you can play with in person and talk about it with. Yeah, cool. Very cool. Brian, you're up. All right, so uh, this is this is our last our last response. It's from Decrepit Gaming at Cliff underscore Goldsmith. I don't know who that guy is. Never heard of him never, before. Never heard of him. Hmm. Uh, <clears throat> and he, he sends in his, his typical hilariously rambling response. Uh, he says... <laughs> All I can say is, fuck me, Death Stranding trailer, you're... Did anyone else notice that the spiders are skeletons and the crazy umbilical cords, even the aeroplanes have them? Damn, I don't care what the game is, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, I agree. like strands in your video game. There's a lot of strands in that trailer. There are a lot of strands in that trailer. <laughs> it, the game's just going to be texturous and then just have cutscenes after every level. <laughs> <laughs> Noughts and crosses. I mean, <laughs> well, so yeah. Does anyone else have anything before we What's sign off for the day? That was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed those. Yeah, <laughs> I did those responses. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. Good. I'm glad you suggested to do that. We hadn't been doing that in a while, so I'm, I'm glad we got back into doing some of that. Yes. Well, um, Brian, thank you as always for guesting. Yeah, thank you for having me. 
where um where can people find you on the internet uh people can find me at twitter.com slash wade brian r more or less my entire internet presence excellent vader what new social network have you infected today (laughs) um i don't think i've done anything recently he's on double grinder now (laughs) (laughs) he's olympicgrinder.com actually talking about funny thing i got i posted a instagram picture of little puppy uh shake and someone responded i can't i don't know who i can't remember who it was um this post a message saying that is a really cute dog it would do really well on like dog tinder or something i don't know what was it, it was like <laughs> random but instagram i'm gonna have to pull it up because it was just quite funny um i can load quick enough no it's not gonna load oh wait wait maybe it has <laughs> take your time I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna edit any of this out so okay <laughs> He could be a hottie on Tin Dog, is what he called it. The oh, perfect. <laughs> Tin Dog, yeah. I thought that was quite a funny response. But yeah, that's only new social media, is Tin Dog. Oh, well, but if yeah, you babe. click on this, dude pro- pro- this dude's profile, he's the founder of Holodog.com. Yeah. Which is a... Oh, it's a place where you can board your dog. Like, if you're if you're traveling overseas and you need someone to take care of your dog, like they, they can do that while you're on holiday cool. yeah, that makes go. sense yeah he's also the founder of twin dog which here i think twin dog is a hot dog company so hopefully he's not doing bad things to those dogs for his <laughs> <laughs> no let's hope not that's really cool the website looks pretty cool um that's the newest thing instagram okay. vader van odin instagram.com forward slash I'm... vader van odin not anything <laughs> related to darth vader no the partner of Odin. Um, I picked up finally for the first year a Lego advent calendar. So if you want to enjoy daily Instagram posts of each little minifigure that I get from that, I will be doing that every day this month. Well, and I'm looking Christmas. at three of those now, and they are adorable. So you should definitely go check that out. Cool. Right, well, I've, I've, got, been... I've, got, I've got a report coming in hot from, from Twitter.com. Uh-oh. Um, Breaking news. Just got a notification from at Huppert's, aka my roommate, who says, "I'm trying to jack in SMH." <laughs> so, well, just so you guys know, we are we are holding up his his vibe time by recording this podcast. Well, we are we are going <laughs> to sign off on this podcast. Um, I've been your host this week, Jeremy Greer. You can find me on Twitter at JG Greer. The podcast is on Twitter at Dark Insight Pod. We're also on Facebook and Tumblr and various other social media services. <clears throat> I don't remember them all. You can also listen to the podcast on the website itself, darkinsight.net. You can find also find my other podcast, Don't Give Up Skeleton, which is about Dark Souls. And Brian Wade's been on it. Vader will have been on it, by the, hopefully, at some point. <laughs> um, yeah, go check all of that stuff out. As always, we appreciate you listening. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Can I make one final statement, Jeremy? Yes, Brian, you can make one final statement. I'm a wizard, Richard. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. I'm waving. Excellent. (laughs) Good, 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 good. All right, I'm going to stop recording.